Give God glory in the house and hug somebody while you're at it. Tell them you're glad to see them. And amen. Just You don't have to go far. Hug somebody on your row or hug yourself. Or, there you go. Praise God. Amen. I'm very, I'm very glad to see all of you guys. Um, see, so glad to see you made it. Um, time sprung forward, and you did too. Amen. Amen. We had a couple of uh, situations where time got the best of a few of us, and I won't call any names, but amen. <laughs> and they gave themselves away by laughing. Amen. So, uh, but we're here, amen. amen. And we're excited about what God wants to say and, and what he's going to speak. And, uh, and I am really, really excited because on Wednesday, Tuesday and Wednesday, we dealt with speaking life and Bible study. And I'm telling you, man, you, you really, if you don't come to Bible study, this is just a little plug, a little bit of a commercial. If you don't come to Bible study, you really should because there's a lot of great information that you're missing. And uh, if you don't get new information, then you can't think differently. And if you don't think differently, you can't speak differently. If you don't speak differently, you can't live differently. So you need new information. The beginning of it is new information. Say amen. amen. Our minds have to be renewed. Am I right about it? Amen. So this is the beginning of it. So come to Bible study and have your minds renewed in a new way of thinking. I believe this Wednesday's, Tuesday's and Wednesday's Bible study is, Lord, teach me how to pray. Yeah. Now, we, we learned about speaking life. We got that, man. Speak life, speak life, speak life, speak life. That's a song coming from Portia. But anyway. Um, we learned to speak life, and now we're going to learn about prayer. So come on out on Wednesday night. That was just a little plug for Bible study. Elder Darren probably could have done a better job than I did, but I did the best I could. Leviticus 26 and 3. Leviticus 26 and 3. I'm so glad to see all of you here today, but most especially I'm glad to see my wife, Pastor yeah. Leslie Taylor. Yeah. Amen going to have to have a talk with the Board of Education and ask them to not have her do anything on Sunday. Say amen to somebody. Amen. But I want you to know I left here and I went to her job just so I could see her. Amen. Amen. No, no, she told me to come, so I was just being obedient. <laughs> no, no, no. She asked me to come. She didn't tell me. She asked me and I went. I went. She supports me, so I support her. Amen. Amen. Leviticus 26 and 3. Mother Trapio was beautiful, isn't she? Woo! Have mercy. You are beautiful, Mother, and I love you. Thank God for you. Mother Cobb, I don't know how you do it. God bless you. You are a gorgeous woman. Amen. I thank God for you as well. Elders and deacons and elders' wives and amen. 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 We, we have uh, some of the most wonderful people in the world in attendance here at Real Life Christian Fellowship Church. Amen. 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 And I'm so grateful to be your pastor and to be in partnership and ministry with you. Um, Leviticus 26 and 3, it says, if ye walk in my statutes and keep my commandments and do them, then I will give you the rain in due season and the land shall yield her increase and the trees of the field shall yield their fruit. Listen to this. Now, it's very clear. There's nothing muddy about what he's saying here. It's very clear. Listen, if you walk in my statutes and keep my commandments and do them, then, everybody say then, yeah. I will give you rain in due season, and the land shall yield her increase, and the trees of the field shall yield their fruit. 
Now, what this is talking about is it's talking about the two times of year that it would rain on the crops of the children of Israel, particularly in Palestine, it would rain two times and it would be the, the former and the latter rain. There would be two rains. There'd be one rain at one point of the year and one rain, one rain about going into the winter season when the wheat and things would be planted and then another rain later on. There'd be two rains. Everybody say two rains. And, and the promise, and if you keep going, the promise is that the rain would, that was released would be so rich that it would cause them to be, their seasons would begin to run together. That they'd be sowing and reaping and stacking, sowing and reaping and stacking, sowing and reaping and stacking. It would be so abundant that, that one season would just trip over into another one. And they'd constantly be going because the rain was so rich. Somebody say the rain is rich. Now, rain is water falling in drops condensed, condensed from vapor in the atmosphere. That is the scientific definition of rain. It is water falling in drops condensed from vapor in the atmosphere. And also we describe rain. We say, what, what's happening? Do you see any rain? We're asking, do you see any water falling from the heavens? So there's a scientific definition and there's a normal definition. The scientific is water falling and drops condensed from vapor in the atmosphere. And then the other is just simply the descent of this water. There's several views on rain. I'm going to give you the topic in a minute. Just stay with me. Rain can be seen in two ways and has two effects. Number one, rain can be seen as an inconvenience, which brings unwanted disturbance. An inconvenience. Elder Johnson just mentioned it a moment ago that rain can be seen as an inconvenience when you've got plans and there are things you want to do. You say, Lord, I hope it doesn't rain. You remember being little. Anybody used to play outside. Remember when we used to play outside? Remember remember before the days of uh, Wii's and, and, and 360's and, and, and all of that? We used to go outside and play sandlot football and baseball and all kinds of things. And remember, we would be disturbed if it rained. In fact, we'd be upset. We see the things out overcast. And Elder Smith, remember that song we used to say? Rain, rain. Go away. Go away. Come on, y'all remember it. Because we didn't want our plans to be messed up by rain. Even now as adults, we're on the way to work. And when we walk outside, we're saying, Lord, please don't let it. Just got our hair done. Just walked out of the shop. Looking fresh and clean. Say, Lord, please don't let it. Come on. Oh, y'all ladies not talking to me. Your brand new dress on, your new heels, your red bottom heels and all of that. You don't want to get that messed up. She said, Lord, don't let it rain. Deke, you just washed your car. Waxed it. Shining. Y'all know what I'm talking about. By the time you get that thing clean, here come the clouds. It said, Man, every time I wash my car, it rains. That's one point of view, inconvenience. But the other point of view is that it's seen as a much-needed blessing which brings joy. Because while we're complaining about the rain, looking at our clean car, there's a farmer right up the road from us who's been praying for rain. Because his crops will fail. And he won't be able to produce money for his family and food for our consumption if it doesn't rain. And I've been doing a little bit of research and I found, Ethel, that there's no rain, there's no water 
like rainwater. You can pour all kind of stuff from your spigot and you can put in miracle grow, but there's nothing that'll cause your crops to grow and your plants to grow like good old-fashioned rain. rain. Two perspectives. Everybody say two perspectives. You see, it is, the one, it is one to the person who does not understand its value and purpose and one to the one who does. So there's some people who don't understand the value of rain and the purpose of rain, and they'll always complain when it does. But to the person who understands the value and the purpose of rain, they're thanking God for it. Amen. Stay with me now. A person who desires to sunbathe and picnic sees the rain one way. When the guy who's growing some, some produce up there in Claxton looks at it a whole different way. But I say rain is a necessary occurrence. And I'm about to give you some reasons why I think so. Number one, it waters plant life. Number two, it washes the pollen away. And I can shout right there. Anybody with allergies and sinus issues, you, you should have praised God with me. I, I'm going to say that one more time. When it rains, it washes the pollen. Oh, the pollen count goes down instantly. When I wrote that down, I shouted, glory, hallelujah. Thank you, God, for an antidote to pollen. Not only that, but if you're working on the port, it cools off a scorching hot day. Nothing like a good rain to cool things off in Savannah, Georgia. <laughs> Be thanking God for the rain. You see grown men standing in the rain. Because it's been so hot so long. Perspective, right? It supplies ponds, streams, rivers with much needed water. I talked to Deacon King often about his pond, and I said, how your pond doing? How your fish doing? They're doing pretty good, Pastor, but I hadn't had any rain in a while. And then my pond's starting to go down because what happens naturally is evaporation, and, and the water starts to go down. The water levels go down, but Deke said, I need some rain. <laughs> and when we get a few good days of rain, when we get a good gully washer, Deke, well, I said, Deke, how's your pond? He said, Pastor, it's nice and full again because the pond needs the But rain can also be defined as life's issues. Yeah, I thought we'd get more people to tune in right there. The things that happen in life, problems, situations, trials, tribulations, rain. High bills, low pay, marital problems, unexpected issues, rain, an inconvenience or a blessing. Which one is it? Is it something that God allowed to disrupt your life? Is it something that God's doing to you? Or is it something God's doing for you? See, it's all based on perspective. 
And in the year of, we need to expand our thinking. Because maybe between you and God, now don't you tell nobody, your thinking may be too small. Because if you feel like the universe is picking on you, you might be thinking too little. We, we, we have to be able to see the good in everything and the God in everything. If we can't do that, that makes us immature spiritually. So today I want to speak from the topic. Are you ready for it? After the rain. After the rain. You never see the benefits of rain until it stops. I, I've been thinking a lot about the storms. Hey, Seaboat, how you doing, man? I've been thinking about the storms when, when, when it floods and, 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 and when there's tornadoes and when there are hurricanes and, and when there's torrential rains that cause the rivers and the levees to overflow. And, and, it, and, as, and as devastating as those natural disasters are, you see the most beautiful things when the rain stops. You see people, you see neighbors who never spoke to one another, pray low, helping each other. You see black people and white people, y'all better talk to me, rich people and poor people coming together. You see people in Savannah sending truckloads of water to people they never met after the rain. Because rain has a way of hope revealing what's hidden underneath. See, that's the purpose of rain. Purpose, the purpose of rain, we talk about seed time and harvest, but what we got, can't, can't ignore is the fact that in the middle of seed and time and harvest, there's got to be some rain in order to cause the crop to come up. See, Lasana, it's what's hidden in you that manifests after the rain. My prayer is, is that the yoke of complaining be ripped off of our necks. And that we can then rejoice in everything and give thanks. Come on. Because it's a struggle to give thanks in everything. Come on, raise your hand if it's a struggle sometime. Some stuff is just a struggle to give thanks for. But, but today, we're going to learn the benefit of the rain in our lives. Let's look at this here. So this rain can also be seen in two ways. Everybody say two ways. It can be seen in two ways, and it does have two effects. Number one, it can be seen as an inconvenience, which brings unwanted disturbance, but it can also be seen as a much-needed blessing and a catalyst for spiritual maturity. A catalyst is something to get something going. It jump-starts it. It gets it moving. The rain in your life is a catalyst for spiritual maturity. There are some things that you have grown through, and if it didn't happen to you, you wouldn't be where you are spiritually. Let's just go ahead and call a spade a spade. If it wasn't for some of the hell that you've been through, you wouldn't have the prayer life that you have. Because let's be honest, if everything went well for us, some of us wouldn't pray. Get in here with me today. Some of us wouldn't even call on the name of the Lord. Some of us wouldn't lift our hand. Some of us wouldn't have praised God if we didn't think a blessing would come down. If it hadn't got tough for us, we wouldn't have called on Jesus like we did. Some of us ain't never laid on our face until trouble came. We heard people talk about turning down plates. I'm going to tell you, when you get desperate, you do all kind of things you ain't never done. And it causes a spiritual maturity and growth. If you ain't never been broke, you wouldn't learn how to handle a little. And you can't handle a lot until you learn how to deal with a little. 
Don't ask God for a thousand until you learn how to qu quit bullying your hundred. We have to suffer through some things. The scripture even says Jesus learned obedience through the things he suffered. Life is not unfair. The scripture says that it rains on the just as well as the, the sunshine. He calls it the sun to shine and the rain to fall on the just as well as the unjust. Everybody gets rain. So we learned last week, we don't need to be standing in church saying, I'm the only one that it rains on. Look at me, pastor. It don't rain on you. Let me tell you something. You want to talk about some rain? You start doing something of consequence. It'll rain on you often. How can you run with the horses if you cannot keep up with the footmen? Let me explain that scripture. If the little stuff makes us want to quit God, then how are we going to handle the responsibility that comes with the bigger stuff? Some people want to be like T.D. Jakes and they want to travel all over the world, but they can't handle the issues in their church with 20 members. And they want to pastor a multi-million dollar ministry Okay, I'm going to quit with that. <laughs> it's a much-needed blessing, and it's a catalyst for spiritual maturity. Have you ever heard this saying, when it rains, it pours? That is called an idiom. It means that when things go wrong, they all seem to go wrong at the same time. If it ain't one thing. In Isaiah 55, God does this interesting thing. He's talking about his thoughts and his ways, our thoughts and our ways. And then he shifts to talking about rain. And I thought it odd. That God would go from one subject to another subject without explaining his reason. <laughs> Stay with me, everybody. Because I'm not going to holler today. I, I'm, I'm just going to talk to you, okay? Why does he shift? He says, as the rain and the snow come from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word. Now, of all the things, Sherry, that he could use to compare his word to, he, he compares it to precipitation. Snow and rain. And listen to what he says. He says, it will not return to me empty but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. So listen to what he says. He says, I'm going to compare my word to the rain, not the rain to my word. 
Because there's a level of potency in rain that is similar to my word. So in order for you to understand how potent my word is, I need to talk to you about something you understand, and that's rain. So he says his word is so potent that it does not come back to him without producing. And it is the same with rain. When it rains, there is production and it never returns to the heavens without causing something to grow. So God says, I want to give you a picture of how powerful my word is. So the best example I can give you is something that when it falls, it causes stuff to grow with you where you couldn't see anything before. So one day it can be barren ground, rain can come, and you can see something coming through it. That's how the rain works in your life. Where you once saw nothing, the rain produces from the seed of the word that has been being planted in your heart and in your spirit for all these years. You think you don't have anything, and so God allows the rain to come to show you that what's been planted in you is there. You wouldn't know what you could handle until you had to handle something. You don't know what you're able to survive. How many of you have ever said, I couldn't go through that? Oh, come on. I couldn't do that job. I've had people say, right, there's no way I could be a pastor. And I told them, there's no way I could be a school teacher. But if I were put in that position, ordained of God, things in me that I didn't know were there would flow up out of me to God's glory because of the rain. Your opposition is rain. Your haters are rain. Your trials are rain. That's why it's coming. It's not coming to hurt you. It's coming to help you change your perspective on your troubles your marital problems are there to help the two of you grow up and learn how to stop being selfish maybe I wasn't supposed to say that maybe I went too far our financial problems came to show us that we're handling money wrong and that it's time now God's calling us now to grow up because we can't be a blessing to anybody if we broke. Somebody say, the rain is all right with me. Don't be scared. The rain is all right. It's helping me to grow. Stop whining about your blessing. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. Quit it. How in the world could you, the other day I was riding on a bicycle and a man rode past me with an oxygen mask on. On a bicycle, past me. I'm complaining about my quads hurting. And that joker zipped past me and looked back. Oh, that thing did something to me. I said, there ain't no way on earth. I 
I'm gonna let all man with an ox in your mask outride me. The devil and all of his imps are a liar. So what does it do to you when you see people with less than you got? With more trouble than you got, with more issues than you got, more problems than you got, do more than you do. We ought to feel bad. Because our socks are blessed, clean off. And whenever something don't go our way, why don't we cry when it's sunny? Huh? Why don't we whine when it's a good day? Job told his wife, shall we receive good from God and not receive bad? What's wrong with you, baby? God's been good to us. Oh, and if Job, see, Job didn't even know that after the rain, he'd get more sons. You got to catch it. He'd get more daughters. He'd have twice as much money as he ever had. I wish I had somebody after the rain. Somebody shout after the rain. He didn't know, though. He didn't know. He didn't know, Clay, that God was going to bless him double for his trouble after it quit raining. Your crops won't grow without rain. Your faith won't grow without rain. Your life won't grow without rain. You, you got to have some rain. I'm almost finished. Thank you, Jesus. As the rain. And the snow fall from heaven. They come down from heaven, right? And they do not return to it. What does it say? Without what? Watering it. Back it up, y'all. Back it up one more. Without watering it. So, so it says, and, 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 and watering the earth and what? Making it bud and what? Flourish. See that? See that? The, the rain does not evaporate. And go back to heaven until it's fulfilled its purpose. It waters the earth and it makes it bud. And then it makes it flourish so that it yields. You, 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 I'm, I'm afraid to even go through this because y'all might run around the church or something and turn over some chairs. But I'm going to take the chance, okay, because we could fix turned over chairs. It yields, produces seed for the sower. Oh, you. Is that you, Sister Palmer? You. And bread for. When it rains in your life, it says that the rain produces sherry enough for you to give away and keep. Enough for you to be a philanthropist and be blessed. Oh, apostle, I feel the anointing in here. And that thing will give you enough wisdom to share with somebody else who's going through what you're going through and enough to help to keep you from losing your mind. Somebody shout yes. After the rain. Could you find out how in the world could I share something with them when I'm going through something? God said, baby, what the rain did for you is it gave you enough to give some to somebody else and keep enough to keep you on the straight and narrow and keep you lifting your hands and keep you giving me glory. And then you can go to your sister and say, baby, it's going to be all right. Seed for the sower. Bread for food. 
sowing and eating. The rain does that. The rain does that. Y'all see that? The rain. Try planting a garden. The rain does that. See, a lot of times we'll be like, God, why is this happening to me? Why did you let this happen to me? Oh, Lord, woe is me. Oh, Lord, I don't understand. And God's saying, I'm not doing anything to you. I'm doing something for you. Now, some of y'all look back at the rainy days and say you wouldn't change it. Come on. Isn't it something how hindsight is 2020? Let me ask y'all a question. Everybody look at me. Everybody look at me. Everybody in the room. Aren't you tired of your looking back being clear? Or did you get that revelation? Aren't you tired of just your looking behind you being clear? Wouldn't you like for your... There was a revelation right there. God, I want to see clearly going forward, not just when I look back. I don't want to see you just when I look back. I want to see you while I'm going ahead. Because let me tell you something. Seeing God when you look back don't take no faith. Certainly you can see God when it's over. Child, I see God in that. Anybody ever told you that? Child, I see God in that. Couldn't nobody but God bring you out of that. Brother Dylan, you explained. Brother Dylan told us about something that happened to him this week. And all of us looked at the picture and said, boy, that was God. But I wonder if, if, if we were there when it happened, if we would have been saying, that's God. See, some stuff we call the devil. And then rename it God when it's over. Rebuking, binding, slanging all, speaking scripture over it, telling it to get out, exercising stuff. Then when it's over, whoo, I just want to thank and praise God. So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but it will accomplish. It will accomplish. It will accomplish what I desire. Do you know the reason that meteorologists find it troubling to predict weather? Is because God is control in control of weather. I like Big John a lot. <laughs> I like him. I have the weather app. I have the weather app. And sometimes my app says, no rain. And doggone it, if it don't rain. And then sometimes my app says rain. And I'll be John Brown, it don't rain. So maybe they're not in control. So maybe God releases the rain with the purpose. 
And the rain can't go back to heaven until it does its job. Y'all. <laughs> so maybe even the spiritual rain that falls in our life can't, can't leave until it's produced the fruit that it's ordained to produce. Well, stay with me now. It will achieve the purpose. Rain's purpose is to make stuff grow. If it has rained in your life, you have grown. Anybody had a little rain? You have grown in that rain. You are better because of the rain. Somebody shout hallelujah. Okay. So where there's rain, there's growth. Okay? Where there's rain, there's growth. The rain reveals that which has been planted. Some on, uh, on the wayside. Some stony ground. Some good ground. And bringing ranges of increase. And I thought about that scripture and he didn't mention the rain, but it had to rain. In order to cause the seed to do what it does. Because the seed's got to have some water. If you don't water your plants, they will bow down. And then when they get water, watch this, they stand up. Y'all miss that. When they don't have water, they bow down. But when they do get water, they stand up. <laughs> you got that? See, because even the plants are smart enough to say, give it to me. I can't make it if you don't give me what I need to grow. I'm not asking you to be somebody who likes pain. It ain't comfortable to go through stuff. But the change of perspective makes going through easier. Because now you understand that you're not just going through for the sake of going through. That everything God allows to come to your life has purpose. God is not taunting you. He's a God of love. He's just not allowing stuff to enter in and out of your life just for the sake of watching you and laughing in heaven. God's not sitting with a group of angels in heaven laughing at you because you're catching it. If he allows anything to come your way, it has purpose. That right there makes it easier. God, you're up to something. Whoa. Awesome. Look, look, look at this, look at this. The seed of the word has been planted where? Where? In our hearts. That's where the seed of the word. So how many of y'all been in real life for a while? Been here for a while? Would you agree that the seed of the word has been sown here? Yes. And all that word has been planted in your hearts, right? Yes. Now listen to this now. Now we need the rain to cause what is hidden to come to the surface. See? 
The rain is going to cause what you couldn't see now to be something that you can see. Some of you in this room, I have watched you deal with stuff you never thought you'd have to deal with. And you still saved. Now, truth be told, you had no idea you could deal with what you're dealing with. You thought by now, you really, come let's be honest, right? How many of y'all would have thought if you had to, dip, if somebody would have told you you had to go do this, you'd be like, oh, not me, I can't handle that. And look at you still saved, loving Jesus. You grew. You grew. Some people walked away from God. And you went deeper. But the other thing about rain <laughs> is that it reveals what type of ground we are and what has been planted, be it positive or negative, faith or foolishness. Because even weeds grow with the rain. So see, one thing about the rain is that it reveals what we've been consuming. It, it reveals a need for a change of diet. What in the world have we been sowing in our spirit along with that word we get on Sunday? Just choking out what God has been trying to put in there. Then when it rained, the wrong stuff come out. Why are, we, why are we listening to all of these people and all of these places? We don't even know who they are. And they're not even speaking the word of God, speaking completely to flesh. Oh, yeah, I said it. Just speaking to flesh because our flesh come alive when we hear it. I'm going to walk in this. I feel the anointing. Our flesh comes alive and we start fighting scripture that we know is true because our flesh is tingling. Because of some mess somebody said that spoke to our flesh instead of our spirit. Because the spirit is challenging us and the flesh just want to be stroked. I'm tired of hearing all that preaching, and I'm tired of hearing that, I'm tired of that. And don't be bringing all that, that religious stuff my way. For real? Honestly? Somebody brought you the word, you said you didn't want to hear that? See, the rain came to reveal that attitude. The rain came to get some people out of your life before they could do further damage. The rain came so that we can know who people really were, despite what they were telling us. Preach, mother. Somebody say the rain. Rain seems so, so much like an inconvenience. It seems to hurt us so bad. It seems to be so much trouble, but yet it makes us so much better. It's an oxymoron. How can something bad be so good? Rain helps us grow up, thickens our skin, causes us to be less wimpy, gives the devil less stuff to work with. 
Every time you overcome something, Carolyn, he got to come up with something new. You're making him scratch his head. He's going crazy in hell trying to figure out how to get you off course. But he can't do it. Somebody say he can't do it. Come on, say he can't do it. I will not quit. I will not decrease. I will not desist. I will not back up. I will continue to press forward toward the mark of the high calling, which is in my Savior, Christ Jesus. I will not stop speaking the word. I will not stop declaring the truths and the promises of God, which are yes and amen over my life. I don't care how much it rains. I'm going to stand in the rain. No umbrella, no nothing, no covering. I ain't running for covering. I don't want that. I'm going to stand here, God, because I know you're doing something in me. I ain't scared of this. Tired of letting life rule me. Aren't you sick of that? Let me. People don't stop doing stuff until they know it don't work no more. If somebody knows that by acting a fool, they can disturb your day, they will act a fool as often as they can to disturb your day. But the moment they get the revelation, it don't bother you no more, they quit. The moment you smile and have a good day of laying, just keep on about your way and just doing what you're doing and being you, they get sick of trying and say, it ain't working no more. I might as well leave them alone and move on to the next person. Who can I get now? Because he is as a roaring lion. He's seeking whom he may devour. He's trying to find somebody. Isn't that what he told God? He says, I'm going to and fro in the earth, and I'm looking for somebody because I know I can't get everybody, so I'm just trying to find that right somebody. I'm trying to find somebody who's got the wrong perspective, who thinks that God is punishing them, that God don't love him. And then I'm going to send his friends to him, and I'm going to let his friends dog him too. See, if you don't know what you know, your friends might not be there to help you. You must be filled with the devil. That's why this is happening to you. You are you outside of the will of God. That's why this is happening to you, Ed. If you were really an elder, if you were really a man of God, if you really loved him, if you really believed what you preached, then all this hell wouldn't be coming your way. But you understand the truth of the word of God that it rains on everybody. And if it's raining in my life, God is doing something. God is up to something. If you hadn't been through what you've been through, you wouldn't know God is a healer the way you do. You preached about healing, but now you experience healing. The anointing has been increased on your life for the word of healing. The devil meant it for bad. You hear that? The devil meant it for bad. 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 But God meant it. You got to catch it. The devil meant it. God meant it. Maybe God knew all along that he was going to give Job double. And maybe the enemy's messing was... Maybe that was the opening to get the double to him. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
Now, now, could God get him double without it? Yes. But were there some things that needed to be worked out in Job before the double was released? Because he can't give the double to just any. You got to be in proper shape for reception of the. So maybe I got to work some kinks out before I release this into your life. Aren't you glad that God didn't give you some of the stuff you prayed for? When you prayed for it, because you realized that you really weren't ready. We would have self-destructed if we would have got some of what we wanted when we got it. After the rain, after the rain, after the rain, I'm singing in the rain. I'm singing in the rain. Y'all remember that? I'm, oh, God. No, y'all, honestly, listen, listen. It's not the rain we're singing about. It's not the rain we're praising for. It's what comes after. That's why the scripture says, in all things, give thanks. In the, in the rain, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning. So I'm going to give you a scripture and then we're going to go home. What time is it? Yes, yeah, time to go. Here we go. Last scripture. This is good. And not only this, but with joy, let us exult in our sufferings. Say what? Do, do exult in our, in our sufferings? You got the wrong church, Reverend. You want me to give God glory in my suffering? But I'm suffering. I'm suffering, and you want me to give God glory while I'm suffering? He didn't say feel sorry for yourself, did he, brother? He said, exalt. Give God glory. Praise. And don't he, this is, the, this is not what he's talking about. Let me put my chair down. This is not what he's talking about. Give God praise. Stand up. That ain't what God's talking about. That is not praise. You look like you want to hold up. Somebody say, with joy. Let us exalt in our sufferings and rejoice in our what? Knowing, knowing that, knowing, knowing, being fully aware that what? Hardship, now I'm about to give the definition for hardship, distress, pressure, trouble. What does hardship produce? Patient endurance. And patient endurance produces proven character. Look at that. What's proven character? Spiritual maturity. You can't grow up without the stuff. You can't grow up without the stuff. Without the distress, the pressure, and the trouble, you can't grow up. Without the distress, pressure, and trouble, you stay little. 
Now, you entered into the kingdom because you have to become as a little child to enter the kingdom. So you did that, but it didn't say stay one. This is how we come to maturity. And then it says, and proving character, hope, and, 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 and hope, uh, and confident assurance of eternal salvation. Man, we grow in this stuff. It's, it's after the rain that the most amazing things happen. After the rain. It's after it's over. And, and it says, we know that we're growing in it. So our whole perspective while we're going through it has changed. So the enemy just got robbed of taking you through stuff. It just happened just now. That, that you just got an understanding that I grow through tribulation. Oh, so now your whole ch attitude has changed now. When you go through something, you understand what's happening. And now the enemy can't use it against us the way he used to because we're not going to mope through life anymore. We're going to rejoice because we know that when the rain stops, I'm going to be better. Now, I know de the devil didn't mean for me to get better, <laughs> but that's what happened. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word today. I thank you, God, that we are better. Even though it's rained in our life and we've been through a lot of stuff. Some people in this room right now are going through a lot of stuff, and they don't understand why it's happening. And we just got a revelation. We just got an understanding. And your word says in all our getting, we have to get an understanding. And the enemy has been able to use the threat of trouble and issues and problems and pressure to manipulate us and not being who you called us to be. And it's messed us up and it's made us stay home from church and it's changed our attitudes and, and it's made us depressed and it's made us miss nights of sleep and days at work. And we've not been our best because we totally misunderstood what was going on. We thought that you had just given us over to the enemy, but, but the reality is, is that the enemy was doing things that accomplished your purpose in making us stronger. So thank you. Thank you that we're better than we used to be. Thank you that we've grown. And even though trials and tribulations and pressures and issues and sicknesses and financial issues and marital problems and issues with our kids and issues on the job and, and all types of things sometimes weigh on us. Thank you, God, that we understand that the trials and the troubles of this day are not even worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in each and every one of us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Come on, give God glory in the house. Come on and give